the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Some people who think, if I can just clean up my life and make some changes, turn over a new leaf, then everything will be better. And they attempt to clean up their life and change their behavior. And they think, if I can clean up the outside, then that will make me clean on the inside. And if you've tried that, you know it doesn't work. Cleaning up your life on the outside doesn't change anything on the inside. The only way a person can have real lasting change is if they clean up the inside first. Are you clean on the inside? Is your heart pure before God? In his message today, Pastor Dan declares that appearing good externally doesn't make us good internally. Doing good doesn't mean we are good. A clean and pure heart comes after Jesus cleans up our hearts. We can't make ourselves good, but Jesus can. He puts His goodness within us, which makes us want to do good things. This is how God designed it to work. Let's allow Jesus to come into our hearts today and clean up the trash found there. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Matthew chapter 23 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Can you imagine, here you have these, these elderly widows, they're hurting, they're vulnerable, and the scribes see that as an opportunity to take advantage of them and manipulate their emotions. And you know, one way you could honor your husband is if you donated your house or you gave us some of your property. That's, that's one way you really could honor your husband's memory and his legacy. And instead of ministering to them and caring for them in their time of need, They took advantage of them, and then they would give a long prayer. Let me pray for you. Since you've made this decision, I know your husband is pleased that you're going to give your property to us. And let me say a prayer for you. Sickening, isn't it? But there are people that do that today, that target the elderly, target the vulnerable, target widows, Manipulate them, take advantage of them. What he says in verse 15. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. For you travel land and sea to win one proselyte, one convert. And when he is one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourselves. Now, please note here, Jesus just said to the religious leader, your sons of hell. You make them twice as much a son of hell as you. No one's ever said that to the religious leaders before. They would go out of their way to try to convert one Gentile. But understand, 
They weren't trying to turn people to God. They were trying to turn people to their form of religion, to their legalism. As we would say today, they weren't just telling people about Jesus and pointing people to Jesus. They were trying to convert them to their religion and their form of legalism. You need to become like us. And in the process, they made them a son of hell instead of a son of heaven. I think of uh, groups like the Mormons and the Jehovah Witnesses who are very zealous evangelists. You've had them knock on your door before and engage you or stop you in the grocery store parking lot to try to give you one of their magazines. They're very zealous evangelists, but they preach a false gospel that doesn't save. They're not pointing people to Jesus, the real Jesus of the Bible. Pointing people to a false Jesus. Woe to you, blind guides, verse 16. Now watch this. Who say, whoever swears by the temple, it is nothing. But whoever swears by the gold of the temple, he is obliged. He's obligated to perform it. The scribes and the Pharisees, they had these ridiculous teachings where they said, well, if you make an oath, you make a promise, and you swear by the temple, well, then your promise isn't binding. But if you swear by the gold of the temple, now that's binding. And you're obligated to keep that promise. <laughs> you know, it's remember when you were a kid and you would make a promise, but you had your fingers crossed behind your back. Well, if you had your fingers crossed, you, you don't have to keep it. But if you didn't have your fingers crossed, you got to keep it. That's kind of the stuff that they were teaching people here. Now look what Jesus says in verse 17. He says, fools and blind. If you're taking notes, that word fools there, it's the Greek word moros. We get the word moron from this word. Jesus says, you morons. You morons and blind. For which is greater, the gold or the temple that sanctifies the gold? You morons. And whoever swears, this was another thing they said, and whoever swears by the altar, it is nothing, but whoever swears by the gift that is on it, he's obliged to perform it. Fools, you morons. He says it again. And blind. For which is greater, the gift or the altar that sanctifies the gift? Therefore, he who swears by the altar swears by it and by all things on it. And he who swears by the temple swears by it and by him who dwells in it. And he who swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who sits on it. Do you remember what Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount? Don't swear at all. Just let your yes mean yes and your no mean no. As followers of Jesus, we shouldn't have to swear or make an oath or a promise or a pinky swear. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll swear on my dead grandmother's grave that I'll, that I'll be there. No, just let your yes be yes. And your no be no. Just keep your word. And so verse 23, woe to you scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law, justice and mercy and faith. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. Now, in the law, Deuteronomy chapter 14, verse 22, if you're taking notes, Deuteronomy 14, 22, it says that you shall tithe on all the increase of your grain that, that your fields produce. 
A tithe means a tenth. And so you were to give a tenth of all your increase to God. And the religious leaders were careful to keep that command, even down to their herbs and their spices. They would give a tenth of all their spices to God. And so it mentions mint. They pay a tithe of mint. And so, you know, it would be one mint leaf for God, nine mint leaves for me. One mint leaf for God, nine mint leaves for me. And they were careful to tithe even on their spices, even on their herbs. But they neglected to show justice and mercy and faith to people. (laughs) Jesus says in verse 23, these you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. It's good that you're careful to tithe, but don't leave all the other commands undone. Be just as attentive to how you treat people that are made in the image of God. Blind guides who strain out a gnat and swallow a camel. Now what he says here is kind of a funny picture that he gives. And probably just as a few of you chuckled here, people in the audience chuckled when he said this. What he's describing here, you know, you've got these religious leaders who are, who are so careful to keep the law when it comes to tithing off of their herbs and their spices. With someone like that, if a gnat accidentally flew into your mouth, they would try to hack it up. They would try to get it out. Because it's unclean. They don't want to eat something unclean. I got to get it out. I don't want to eat something unclean. Don't want to swallow a gnat. So they'd strain a gnat, but they willingly swallow a camel, which is also unclean, which is, by the way, in the Bible, that's the largest unclean animal. It's the largest unclean animal in the land of of Israel. And so, you got to get that gnat out. Can't swallow that gnat. So they strain out a gnat. And then they'd swallow a camel. Today we would say, you're majoring in the minors. And you're minoring in the majors. Your priorities are way out of whack. I mean, you're more concerned about making sure you get your tithe right on your mint leaves and your spices. And you're completely neglecting showing justice and mercy to people who are made in the image of God. Your understanding of what God wants From you, it's just way, your priorities are way out of order here. Verse 25, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, but inside they are full of extortion and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisee, first clean the inside of the cup and dish, that the outside of them may be clean also. You clean the outside of the cup, but inside the cup is still dirty. You know, there's some people who think, if I can just clean up my life and make some changes, turn over a new leaf, then everything will be better. And they attempt to clean up their life and change their behavior. And they think, if I can clean up the outside, then that will make me clean on the inside. And if you've tried that, you know it doesn't work. Cleaning up your life on the outside doesn't change anything on the inside. The only way a person can have real lasting change is if they clean up the inside first and only Jesus Christ can clean a person on the inside. Only Jesus Christ 
can cleanse a person's heart and mind and conscience and remove the guilt and shame and regret on the inside. Only Jesus Christ can free a person from their bondage to sin and the flesh. And what Jesus does is Jesus, when you surrender your life to Jesus Christ and you're born again, he cleanses a person on the inside first and he cleans them from the inside out. You can't be clean starting on the outside and you think, well, I'll clean the outside. It'll just work its way in and clean the inside. That doesn't work. Jesus comes, you give your life to him, and he makes all things new, and he cleans you on the inside, he removes your sin, he gives you a new heart, he renews your mind, he cleans you on the inside, and then that works its way out, and it cleans up your life on the outside. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. These religious leaders, they thought, well, if we just make the outside look clean, and everybody will think we're clean. But Jesus sees the inside. Look at verse 27. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead men's bones and all uncleanness. Even so, you also outwardly appear righteous to men, but inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Jesus knows what is in the heart of people. He sees the inside. He's never fooled by outward appearances. Other people might be fooled by outward appearances and this facade that we create on the outside, but Jesus is not fooled by that. You know, man looks on the outward, but God looks at the heart, and he knows what's going on in the heart. And he describes them here as whitewashed tombs and what they would do in the weeks leading up to a feast, like the Feast of Passover, which is taking place during this time. Uh, They would go out along the highways leading up to Jerusalem, and along the highways, quite often, there would be tombs or places where people are buried Uh, and kind of forgotten about, and they would go out there and they would paint those tombs white or those burial sites white because uh, if you, uh, as a Jewish person, if you happen to step on one of those graves, it made you ceremonially unclean for seven days. And so if you're making this pilgrimage to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover feast, and maybe you've traveled from some other part of the Roman Empire, you've traveled for weeks to get there, and now as you're approaching the city of Jerusalem, you accidentally step on a tomb, and now you're unclean for seven days, and you can't celebrate the Passover. You're going to miss it. You've made this long trip, and now you can't even participate in the Passover. So in the weeks leading up to the Passover, they would go out, they'd paint all of the tombs along the roads white, they would whitewash the tombs, so that everybody would see them and know that they're there so they could avoid them. And Jesus says, you're like whitewashed tombs. You appear beautiful outwardly, but inside, you're full of dead men's bones and all 
uncleanness. You know, outwardly you appear righteous, but inside you're full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Verse 29, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites, because you build the tombs of the prophets and adorn the monuments of the righteous. They actually built monuments to the Old Testament prophets during this time. And you say, if we had lived in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partakers with them and the blood of the prophets. You know, the Jewish people killed all the prophets that were sent to them. And here the religious leaders in Jesus' day, they kind of arrogantly said, well, if we lived in the days of our fathers, we would have received the prophets, we would have recognized them as prophets, we would have responded to their preaching, and we, we would have never killed them like our fathers did. He says in verse 31, Therefore you are witnesses against yourselves that you are sons of those who murdered the prophets. Fill up then the measure of your father's guilt. Their fathers killed the prophets. They're going to kill the Messiah. And here they think, we'd never do what our father, we'd never kill the prophets. Or, you know, we're, we're not like that. We're, our hearts are not so hard that we would reject a prophet of God when God sends a prophet to us. They're going to kill the Messiah that was sent to them. He says in verse 33, serpents, brood of vipers, he calls them poisonous snakes. You know, they're poisoning the people with their teaching. How can you escape the condemnation of hell? You know what Jesus is saying in verse 33 to those religious leaders in front of the big crowd? You're going to hell. You're going to hell. You're not going to escape the condemnation of hell. Therefore, indeed, I send you. Now look at verse 34. Therefore, I, indeed, I send you prophets, wise men and scribes. Some of them you will kill and crucify, and some of them you will scourge in your synagogues and persecute from city to city. Jesus says, I send you prophets. Only God sends prophets. He is plainly speaking as Jehovah here. I mean, he's, he's not even trying to cover it up. He's plainly speaking as Jehovah. I send you prophets, wise men and scribes, and some of them you will kill and crucify, and some of them you will scourge in your synagogues and persecute from city to city. You see that in the book of Acts. That on you may come all the righteous blood shed on the earth from the blood of righteous Abel, who was the first person murdered, to the blood of Zechariah, son of Berechiah. Zechariah was the last prophet murdered in the Old Testament, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. Verse 36. Assuredly, I say to you, all these things will come upon this generation. Abel was killed by his brother Cain, and Abel, remember, was killed because his offering was acceptable to God, and Cain's offering was unacceptable to God. And Cain was jealous and killed him. And so the one who was unaccepted killed the one who was accepted. And this is a pattern all through the Old Testament, even up to Jesus Christ. The one who is accepted by God and whose worship and sacrifice is accepted by God is killed by those whose sacrifice is unaccepted by God. 
Remember, uh, Paul tells us in Romans that the Jewish people were trying to establish their own righteousness because they rejected the righteousness that God provided through Jesus Christ. So their righteousness was unaccepted, and they killed the righteousness that is accepted by God. And he's saying here, all of the blood of the righteous prophets will be on this generation, because again, all those Old Testament prophets that were killed, all those Old Testament prophets were pointing to the Messiah who would come, and this generation of leaders will kill the Messiah who came. And so this final section here in verse 37 Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. He laments over Jerusalem and he says, how often I wanted to gather your children together. And, and Jesus is not talking only about his, his three and a half year earthly ministry. Again, Jesus is speaking as Jehovah here, as God. And he's talking about throughout their history, throughout the history of Jerusalem, throughout the Old Testament times, God wanted to gather Jerusalem to himself, but they weren't willing. God wanted to gather them, but instead they refused and they rejected God. And we, we see this. We've seen this in, on our Thursday night study with going through the prophets. And God sent prophet after prophet after prophet to Jerusalem. And they kept rejecting the prophets and rejecting the prophets. And all God wanted to do was gather his children together and protect them and provide for them and love them. And they refused. They weren't willing to receive God's love and God's protection They rejected him. And so verse 38, see, your house is left to you desolate. The temple will be destroyed in 70 AD by the Romans. And God's house is still desolate to this day. There's no temple in Jerusalem. For I say to you, you shall see me no more till you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And that's from Psalm 118. We've talked about that before when Jesus made his triumphal entry. That is the greeting, the messianic greeting, how the Messiah is to be greeted when he comes with the words, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And here Jesus says, the Jewish people will not see him again until they receive him as their Messiah and greet him with the words, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And that will be at his second coming. And Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10, God says, I will pour out on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the spirit of grace and supplication, and then they will look to me whom they pierced. When did the people of Jerusalem ever pierce God? When they nailed him to a cross and crucified Jesus Christ. And so, He says this, now again, look at verse 1 of chapter 24, and then Jesus went out and departed from the temple. Jesus left the temple, and this is his last public sermon. He has come to the Jewish people as their Messiah. He has given them numerous teachings, showing that he's the Messiah. He has worked numerous messianic miracles, showing that he's the Messiah, He's given all this evidence that he is the promised Messiah that was promised in the Old Testament. And they have rejected him. And so now he stops. And this is it. He's given them the opportunity to receive him. They've rejected him. And now he's finished with his public ministry. 
and we're finished for today. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Matthew, the first book in the New Testament. Pastor Dan has more to share with you next time, but if you have any questions or would like to talk to us and have any prayer requests, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us at 410-491-4592. The number again is 410-491-4592. You can also get in touch with us by visiting our website. Go to calvaryec.com and look under the About tab, then click on Contact. You're welcome to submit prayer requests on our website, too. If you're interested in finding additional messages from this series, you can access those at calvaryec.com as well, under the Media tab. Have you connected with a local church? If not, we encourage you to find a church family. It will help guide and support you in your faith. If you're in the area, please join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. For more details, visit calvaryec.com. Our website is a great place to find out what we believe. And you can also get to know Pastor Dan a little more. Feel free to explore and learn more at calvaryec.com. In our next edition, you'll have the opportunity to gain some additional insights from this New Testament book. Pastor Dan will help bring some things to light for you right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.